Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make your move, your hips, what's up and gin girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig girl. Like boom, sick kombucha for your womb. Welcome back to It Girls Podcast. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. Hope you're all doing well on this fabulous Wednesday. It well, looks beautiful, but it's freezing. It's so cold. Baltic. Baltic. I love the way we always open up the episode with like either weather uh, or month weather talk. or month report. <laughs> Fucking gas girlies But as we said last week What else can you bloody do these days Literally If you are looking for something to do Some content to consume uh, You can go sign up to our Patreon Xgals is where We host all of our extra content We do weekly episodes of the pod We get on the juiciest guests A.K.A. Julia Holbenal Suzanne Jackson last week Which was fucking iconic And it is where we're also going to be hosting Our brand new live stream show Starting this month We are upping the ante We're going to be bringing you some like frenemies realness But with your two besties Jenny and Lindsay (laughs) Yes exactly We have a deadly neon sign for ex-gals And Jenny has been my tech queen has been working behind the scenes to figure out like (laughs) pinky crosses that it all works out but we want to really just like Jenny said up the ante kind of HD our live streams we started them a year ago in lockdown for ex-gals just as a way to kind of like connect with everyone because everyone was zooming and We've really enjoyed them, but we wanted to give it like an extra podcast, kind of like a looser content, mm. chit-chat, hangout section that you can have on in the background or you can like have dinner with and just watch yeah. your two fave gals. Bit of a visual momo. Visual moment, yes. Um. So yeah, come join us with that uh, to obviously access that and to access all the other podcasts, all the past guests. Yes, you do get access to the entire catalogue. Go on patreon.com forward slash podcast five a month girls, or eight euro a month if you want triple X, which you get extra, extra sexy, cool content. So go check that out if that, if you're looking for something extra. Um, yeah. what the are more t- you pay, the looser we get. <laughs> um, subscription-based content. But yeah, we actually spilled a load of tea on OnlyFans and shit with Julia Holbenall. Yes. Two, two, three weeks ago. We actually had two girl bosses when you think mm. about it. So Julia Holbenall is very much a girl boss in that she was one of the first OnlyFans gals um, in Ireland that like kind of went public. Like she used her Instagram platform to promote it and she's made bank and really has her head screwed on with in terms of business and stuff. Funny girl as well. That was like, well, a yes. lot of people wrote, they were like, uh, she's gas. I've always, yeah, yeah I've always I always thought, thought she's funny, a little bit of a troll, but that's yeah. like, it's a, it's a, she's doing it kind of self aware. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Suzanne Jackson, I'm still like walking around and I'll remember something she said in that podcast. And I'm like, oh, that's so, like, she really gave us like 
just great it was such an inspiring episode mm, like and stuff I think that you can kind of use and it was so resourceful uh, yeah no 100% resourceful and also I found that like a, a lot of people were writing in saying like uh, which makes sense because even when I started following Sue or became aware of her say like a few years ago yeah she like she was already so big that she wasn't really she doesn't really talk on her stories a lot she doesn't really you know I mean like well unless she's talking about product yeah or but I think this was a really like nice place that you could actually get to know her personality um, mm-hmm. which is rare so I think a lot of people love that so as we said go check it out if you want um this week we are taking a trip down memory lane we got to thinking because obviously the whole Y2K trend fashion wise right has been big which I mean it is a sign that you're generationed out when the clothes yeah. that you wore as a teenager. We are now <laughs> officially old. That, like, it's funny. But, yeah, they are now, like, what we used to wear is now a costume, basically. Literally a trend. They're like, the Y2K trend. I'm like, oh, this is like how my mom used to feel when I'd be like, I'm wearing flares. Yeah. And oh, my be, gosh, yeah. Do you remember? And, like, I remember, like, everyone was wearing flares. My mom was like, we wouldn't wear them like that, though. And I'm like, yeah, you did. And this is what I'm looking at with all the Gen Zers now wearing so Y2K true. shit. I'm like... Oh, it wasn't honey. that deliberate. Oh, honey. If only you knew how bad we all looked. We yeah. did not look this like cookie cool. Um, what's that? Like, oh, mighty. Oh, almighty. Yeah. Sheen. Have you fucked with Sheen? Hell no. No. Sorry. It's Wish for clothes. I know. Same. It's not for me. I it's like Zaffle. It's basically, I'm, I'm pretty, I, I would say it's like the same. All those websites are just like, you know, like Sheen, Zaffle. All those kind of websites that you use, like Chinese kind mm-hmm. of big uh, warehouses, like they're all from the one warehouse. They just have different, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, yeah, it, it honestly triggers me because my friend Atane wrote to me uh, the other week and was like, where does Sophie Murray put all her clothes? And I can't stop thinking about <laughs> it. And any to any influencer that comes up who's like wears a lot of yeah. different clothes, I'm like, oh my goodness, that the I'm getting like claustrophobic thinking about like their wardrobes being like bursting every time they open them clothes in there. Like mine's in bits. Uh, your wardrobe? I just can't keep on top of it. I mean, I don't have that much wardrobe space. So yeah, like, nor do I. I. Literally at the moment, all my trousers are like folded and like stuffed. It actually gives me anxiety. Oh, same. Yeah. But like what I've, since moving, I had to pare down loads. So that was good. Yeah. And I am just. You still have stuff on. here though too, don't you? Not really. I did mm. get rid of a you lot got rid of, of stuff. Of yeah, you did. Um, yeah. I have to really get, I'm, I'm going to do that. I have to. But like any time I'm like, I kind of want to go in ASOS or kind of maybe an urban outfit as much or whatever. I stop myself. Mm. I'm just not doing it anymore. I can't. I can't do it to myself. I'm only going to be really thinking about investing. Yeah. In clothing. Thank you for my TED talk. And, <laughs> but, that's, and that's my truth. But no, for sure. I, I think I'm the same. I'm like, what? I, especially, you know, oh, not to go all locked down on you girls, but there's one thing this fucking year has taught me. It's like I wear like max five things. Oh, I know. <laughs> like I have a rotisserie it, wardrobe. Yeah. And then I'm like, all these are the things that I look at and be like, and Sunday. I lose a lot of fucking clothes. I will buy like black tops. I lose all my faves. Yeah. And I have no black tops. And I'm I'm constantly having black tops in my basket. They come, they deliver it. I love them. I wear them. They're gone. Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> Where is my black top? And we will have a GoFundMe uh, linked below for Lindsay's black top relief. Thank you. We need to find. Black tops matter. <laughs> oh, but God. it's really hard to find a black top as well. You know, mm-hmm. that isn't a piece of string. Yeah, well, I always order them and then I'm like, 
oh, I'm far too large for this. <laughs> oh, I hate that. It's like, oh, it's not a crop top. It's a bra. That a bra always here. happens to me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, who would have thunk that the size four model looks different to me? That's I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're talking about Y2K It Girls um, this month or this week, should I say. Um, because I feel like there's a lot of noise, okay, about the generic Paris, Kim... Britney, like these are the generic it girls of the 2000s that I think maybe the younger generation so you or say just it girls is so weird. I'm like, but it's it's, it's gals, gals. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so I think that they are the ones who get all the not even just the younger generation, I think like just in pop culture, people only talk about like, and obviously, Paris and Nicole and were huge, but but for, even in terms of like Paris, you don't actually hear or see a lot of Nicole. It's Paris, Paris, Paris yeah. on all those like, you know, nostalgia Instagrams or like. Because she was kind of more aesthetic, I guess. Or she kind of. She was kind of the prototype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like for two girls, right? Two gals, if you will. Um, I always lull when I call myself a girl on this podcast. I was like, some girl. I'm like, I'm a full ass woman. I'm an OAP. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm not Excuse afraid. Me, I'm a woman. Um, but for two women who grew up in that time, okay, and we were at the peak age of like, like our brain being absorbed by yeah. these it girls, I feel like there were so many that were overlooked, so many that you would find niche runs of. We're gonna dissect a few, but let's first maybe talk about like what actually constituted an it girl in the early 2000s. I feel like there were so many different archetypes, there were so many looks, um, and just even talking about how they were like portrayed in the paparazzi, everything else. Well, if we think about it, so in the kind of late 90s and like the 90s was so the heyday of the like supermodel and they were the it gals. You know, Kate Moss, Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, they were like on the covers of magazines. They were like hanging out of clubs with a cigarette and a drink. They were mm-hmm. having these high profile relationships. We sought after their clothing, like the model day off, like seeing Kate Moss kind of to and fro JFK wearing like her little outfits and then on the red carpet with Johnny Depp. And then there was like the turnover, the crossover of, of like, models it was kind of like anyone could be a model because mm-hmm. people like Paris Hilton um even Nicole Richie ended up on the runway mm, well yeah because like that was a big thing that the 90s was like the last age of the supermodel yeah um, as when models just being models yeah they're claiming that's come back now well I I mean it's not I I think I have that in our little calendar we'll do an episode on that I think the the you know the the model the age of the supermodel versus now very different no no when you're seeing like I mean you cannot open a magazine without seeing Gigi or Kendall or um Zendaya is like you know I think she's working with Moschino or something but like they're not supermodels they're actors they're rich kids yeah or they're actors like I mean Gigi and Bella are models but like how do they get to be models yeah yeah. (laughs) same with Kendall she's a model yeah as in like that's probably how she makes most of her money but like she's also part of the Kardashian empire so completely different you know that way and it's beneficial in the sense for the brand that she's working with they're not just getting the face they're also buying into her fame yeah yeah for sure um and yeah anyway but yeah you're so right that like the death of the age of the supermodel then gave way to this kind of like new era of the it girl like new era of like there was all of a sudden there was people like paris or nicole or whoever the hell like even kimberly stewart like rod stewart's daughter that was another thing that i feel came out of the early 2000s like the celebrity children like if you think of coattails yeah like hilton's right so it's like a, a child who was like a rich kid who had kind of nothing really to do other than spend their parents' money, but they were 
surrounded by so many other famous people that kind of gave rise to this new type of like socialite you know that way where they're like at all the right parties they have the right clothes and then with the storm of like the paparazzi then kind of it was like a perfect storm of like like uh you know putting them up on this pedestal for us all to like consume and like be obsessed with i think when if you look at you know the models so came also like I was saying and these pictures came out of a lot of like behind the scenes kind of stuff and like I was saying like you'd see Kate Moss with a new boyfriend or like drinking and all these stories and that made them like more hot property whereas prior you know before kind of paparazzi um, the celebrity before they had to have this pristine energy where nothing kind of could kind of muddy their image but then with you know the likes of Kate Moss and Naomi hearing like oh she's a bitch or she's a diva or she's a fucking coke addict that just like made them more alluring to the media mm-hmm. and then it kind of you know expanded their their fame from yeah. this like notoriety and then I think when you look at like the likes of Kimberly Stewart and Paris Hilton they were able to kind of see the the archetype of like, how did they get famous? Okay, yes, it was initially because Kate Moss was found at like, what, 17 or 16? 14, I think. 14. She's so young. JFK. And, um, you know, then, but like what really kind of made her famous was her outfits mm-hmm. and her, the kind of, her celebrity boyfriends. And her cool girl factor you yeah know, that was a thing that like I feel like a lot of the kind of Y2K it gals like they latched on to like okay as you said this archetype of fame and like it was this new like there was something very authentic about like Kate Moss's level of cool that's why she's still cool mm-hmm. you know that way like she genuinely is like a cool person she has like she's just so interesting she has a know, natural style yeah you don't know much about her she's and barely dare I say swag it's like <laughs> Just and also, you're, she's known for maintaining like relationships within the industry. So I think that benefited her in the sense of like. So then we saw like the the kind of Y two K it gal be like. You know, I think Paris Hilton, for example, is one of the most famous because when you think she really was like tied to almost every other it girl, mm-hmm. like Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears. Kim she was Kardashian. like she had a harem. Yes, she did. You know that way, and she was kind of like. If there was like a Venn diagram of one, I'm seeing, you know, that meme of that guy being like, oh. yeah, yeah. like Paris Hilton kind of was at the epicenter of a lot of it. You know, that mm-hmm. way she was a forerunner of it. And even when you, we watched that documentary, we did an episode on that with James last year. But when you watch that documentary, you kind of saw that that's how when she got out of that school and stuff, she was kind of like, right, let's go. Like, let's have like, let's break away from my from my old life and like go partying. And like she got really mm. famous and she and was also, also she was like obviously quite um you know, it was premeditated because, like, as sure. we saw from her YouTubes, where she like puts on that weird accent yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. her accent, and she was kind of, you know, leaning into the whole like dumb blonde who just likes to party and spend her daddy's money. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that was like very much like she was aware of that and purposefully doing that. It's so funny, like the the taste level, because I feel like there was still there was still something so there was something endearing back then that there doesn't really exist about now with like super super rich people especially like rich young people mm-hmm. like I feel like there was this in like uh, aspirational quality of someone like Paris Hilton because I remember all of the uh, headlines were always about like how she's going to inherit this huge empire but I feel like now the people like and it was the same with the Olsen twins the Olsen twins were really famous because they were about to inherit Dreamstar like that billion dollar production company their parents set up for them obviously the same there was so many of these like like Kim Kardashian as well who were going to inherit all this money and that was what made them so famous but now I just don't see that 
being like something that people admire anymore you know like if you look at like even the Jenners and stuff it's all about like making their own money it's never this thing mm. of like we don't look at someone and are like oh my god they're gonna inherit like 300 million woo like let's make them famous of that but that was a huge thing with Paris I remember all of the um when she started to become big and you even saw it in her documentary there was like all these uh headlines who were like you know the uh an heiress to the Hilton Empire and all this kind of stuff and it was like so intriguing to see her be like off the rails and partying while she was this heiress to this like pristine like kind of name of a family in America American culture that was like so highly uh thought of you know that way I think it was I think that was very much kind of like the press and people like Paris were playing off each mm-hmm. other because you know I think that was intentional on the presses and the media's part to be like this imbecile (laughs) is gonna make so much money and look at her just pissing it away not giving a fuck she doesn't have to because she knows that she's gonna inherit this and you know then she also kind of played into that by being like you know getting drunk all the time being out and like being dumb and stupid and be like what's money I don't know but I know I have it and then we're seeing like you know the Kardashians claiming that they're workhorses and they mm. probably are I'd say they do work a lot but I think um that will like we're still seeing like you know their stuff be berated like whatever they put out I think it's kind of like a pre and post recession kind of ideology as well <clears throat> like when you look at like this was pre the crash like in 2007 2008 so there was just so much money around then there wasn't this like especially in America like there hadn't been a a big depression since like the 20s so I think people just were just like more wealth more wealth but then when like so many people lost everything in the recession which is why I'm thinking when I went to college and I was coming into them being an adult there kind of became this disdain for especially people who just like inherited and just came into wealth Mm. Um, and they're not as if they are like I saw this fucking gas tiktok the other day and it was some girl on uh, the like it was like looking up an indie artist and seeing that the, their mother and father's names are highlighted in blue. And she's like, oh no, not another one. <laughs> and it's like, that's so true. Now you get these people that like become famous and you Google them and you're mm. like, oh, hold on, their mom and dad were like fucking the Beatles manager. Like yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. what? It's now way more hidden. It's not as like, you know, I feel like people used to like flex upon that, you know, that whole thing of like, my parents are fucking rich, but And I kind of prefer that in a way. Because, yeah, it's like, less, more honest. And, I, and you're not going to, like, I don't think like Kylie or Kim or whatever will ever get what they're looking for, which mm-hmm. is like the respect of being able to build up a business. Same with like Kendall, like being like, oh my God, crying when she got like the VS when she, oh. you know, was able to, and it's like, <laughs> was oh, come on, you're not like some poor little model from Czech Republic yeah, who's yeah, like yeah. worked and is like, you know, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. I used to be like selling newspapers on the side of the road or whatever, you know, like your mom has all the contacts in the world. You would have known from the get go that that was like a huge possibility. It's like, she was basically- it's like being Marty Whelan's daughter and being like, what? Oh my God. I- I can I can get a job in RT yeah, like yeah, duh yeah, yeah. especially when it's like when you look at Kendall Jenner she was basically like modified by surgeons to be a Victoria's Secret angel she was like yeah. something made out of a like a little pool of jeans where they're like we finally have a, a tall daughter I remember even in early episodes of the Kardashians Kendall like always being like I would love to walk when she was like 13 she was like I would love to walk in Victoria's Secret when they like Chris had her fucking claws in there early yeah um so let's think aesthetically right if we think back, how did you 
like absorb the aesthetics of white UK it girls and try emulate dress wise you know that way because I think now as we said people are dressing in a way that I'm like I get the reference but like it was way more lame well I think with anything anything that comes around the second time mm-hmm. it's just like the kind of it, well, I don't think it was lame I think it was just authentic and I think that was the fun of it well you know, it was I a lot mean, more fun it, it was way more uh like I mean it was adapted also when you think of it as teenagers it wasn't adapted by like 23 year olds yeah. you know that way yeah. I mean at first I first kind of got into say like fashion you know when like I'm even noticing it with Rilo now like Rilo now like wants to buy his favorite YouTubers merch buy yeah, our merch, yeah. buy our merch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean like he now is like I want to wear that I want to wear that and before like he didn't care like I put him in any, you know he just wanted comfortable clothes um Luna's always been quite like you know she cares about what she wears she oh, only yeah. wants to wear what she wants to wear but um, I only kind of came into clothing around the time of Spice Girls. And each Spice Girl obviously had their own style. So you mm. kind of picked what one you were. And I was like scary spice so that's kind of when I started liking leopard or kind of whatever and also baby spice I liked the like fluffy scrunchies and stuff like that and um I think we also saw that with the it girl where there was the kind of like preppy one the goth one or like Paris was kind of the sexy one who just she was like a mermaid style a yeah, sexy mermaid yeah. so there were all these different kind of ones that you like so it was kind of it was like that was what was so great about the spice girls it was like what spice are you what mm-hmm. are you choosing? And you can even see that with like kids now. It's like, Rilo, I wonder what he's going to be. Is he going to be the kind of like North Face guy? Or is he going to be a bit of a TikToker vibe? <laughs> yeah, you're you're figuring out your own little style and how you want it. I guess it's a way of expressing your personality yeah. through clothes. And what you're time. most drawn to. Are you drawn to kind of like the more gothic look? Or and how you want to present yourself. Yeah. How you want other people to see you as, yeah. you know, that way. It's like what club do you want to be in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like say all the, like loads of the TikTokers are so like, fuck off everyone, I have cigarettes earrings yeah. you know <laughs> so true or like they all have bleach bits in their hair and Those mullets ones. yeah mullets and fucking front bleach bits and, and big like baggy joggers with like neon shit all over yeah. them and mad stuff <laughs> mad stuff stuff. what little archetype did you want to always portray as I was a I was a hardcore I remember like I didn't really I never related to like the Paris Hilton-y pink kind of aesthetic that wasn't I remember when I was younger when I was a teenager especially like say 2003 or 4 13 14 just you know first year second year of school mm. that was not at first one it wasn't really accessible because they were wearing fucking Louis Vuitton bags now yeah. I, I do remember <laughs> when I was like 15 my friend Maria and I we did become obsessed with those multicolored Louis Vuitons I mean who wasn't I mean and fucking they're bags. still so cool they're still so cool but like I just remember being like we were like okay we need to get a job because we were both like we need to get one of them and I remember we looked up I mean who knows even Prime Thomas. how much it was and we like applied for jobs in SPAR and our job our like uh, like our full thought process was like we we're going to work for an entire summer and rock into fourth year school <laughs> both of us with a little nano nano like pochette Louis Vuitton the cheapest one like a little mini one hey boys you know just a little flat one like the little hat the, yeah. it's shoulder bag and they're, they're just like book. right like you can barely see the thing under your Very armpit it's just collecting Raja. sweat yeah. under your armpit and like nothing in it like I mean not that we had anything to put in it like a house key and like yeah my locker key I don't know but like we were fully forging I'm pretty sure ID 
could to say that we were 16 so we could work like we were like like tr- I was trying to fucking like I don't even know how I was trying to photoshop my passport a certain way I was like I need oh I think I remember I remember stuff like uh, you could tip x out the date on the passport yeah you'd like because if they'd ask for ID you could just give them a photocopy I guess of your thing Mm. so that was the only time I got really into the Paris thing but I remember when uh, when like Avril Lavigne came out I was like okay shit I was like I've found my vibe like I found my girl I found my girl Avril Lavigne then like Ashley Simpson for me it was Ashley Simpson so I like clearly remember so like around say when Ashley Simpson came out that was like a change so the thing about like Paris Hilton like you're saying her stuff wasn't accessible first mm-hmm. of all because she was wearing tiny string tops and tiny little raras <laughs> she was so dark her skin was like sunbedded tough fuck. yeah she was like ardent. and she was blonde and it was just like I thought she looked amazing but She's it was so Barbie. hard to emulate her style because yeah. she was just like so her yeah 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 and I it was so American like, yeah, it wouldn't have worked with a like Irish girl. Yeah, like the accents. Like, what did we have then? Miss Moneypenny Duns, Tammy. I remember going to <laughs> the north, Northern Ireland, and going to Tammy and like being like <laughs> dying over like a fleece hoodie that had like a little plastic heart that you could kind you of like, squish <gasps> glitter. <laughs> oh God! Like, oh, do you remember? Do you remember Japan? Japan was so in do- good in um, Donami shopping center. Shop there now. <laughs> <laughs> they had like these like spandexy yes. kind of dresses. They had some of that kind of like Paris Hilton looking stuff like with, you know, like those tops with like keyholes and like lace up yeah. kind of thing. But like I was Barely also- their dresses. Yeah, but I was so underdeveloped until I was like 16. That I just like, wouldn't- It literally would have looked borderline inappropriate if I was bopping around. I just wouldn't have been allowed. Like I if I came been, home and it was like, fit me. I'm off mum. She would have been like, what? I'm sorry, what? What did you, uh, out of the uh, Ashley Simpson look, what did you like the most? See, I think she was, so we had- Paris Nicole was dressed she was more rocker like she had the mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of but she just wasn't as pushed to the front in terms of style she was always secondary to Paris and then obviously Jessica Simpson is similar enough to like Paris they were both blonde bombshells mm-hmm. Jessica her style was never really, style no it was she was just kind of like wholesome girl yeah, you know yeah, she yeah. was she's very that like aesthetic and then when her sister came oh shit I was like Wow. She brought in the side fringe, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she was a very early adopter. And um, I remember, like, because I have a cowslick, I couldn't have a side fringe. So I just, like, would move, like, swoosh half of my hair and pin it with a bobby pin. Yeah. And I was like, dear God, I look so different and I'm obsessed with this. Like, finding out this was like, whoa, I can change my style like that. (laughs) But then, like, if the wind billowed, it looked like a toupee. So I had to, like... (laughs) But um, when she came around... I, me and my sisters were like, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Fucking rock and roll, man. It's called rock and fucking now roll. this is what I'm talking I get, I about. I bet you guys also liked her because she was like Christian. Yeah. And rock and roll. So she that was, was like the perfect thing for your mom to be like, see mom? And She's she was kind of like, I'm a tomboy. I don't like to wear fucking skirts. Yeah, she's like, I'm so fucking different to my sister. She was yeah. actually like a pick me to her sister. She's, she's like, so I'm was. not like the other Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Like, when I think of Ashley Simpson, I think of one thing and one thing only. Okay. Green Converse. Uh, hey, <laughs> Everyone yuck, yuck, yuck. got those green Converse and they were the chicest fucking thing. Oh my gosh. I remember sick. my friend. They were like emerald green, right? Emerald green, low top. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I remember my friend Anya. Got I'm sorry, them. I do not fucks with a low top. No, not anymore. Fuck no. But back then, I'm sorry. That's Facts are facts. They're and like they were clown cool. shoes. They are- 
<laughs> They're like bowling shoes. <laughs> I remember the crusty, the clown rocking in. But I remember my friend Anya, because Anya, my friend, shout out if you're listening, Anya, I think she does listen. She was hardcore obsessed with Ashley Simpson. Like I fully remember her coming up to me in the canteen with her disc man once being like, do you want to listen to Ashley Simpson's oh. new song? And I was like, fuck yeah. It's like, I was like, hell yeah. But she had them. If she got, she walked into school one day. No way. Wearing green Converse. And we were like, oh my God, that is the coolest fucking thing. Cause you'd never think of it. Do you know, I, I remember buying my first pair of Converse and instantly regretting. Me too, I got the wrong ones. I, I got these <laughs> ones. I got these ones. They were like a collab with some like... <laughs> Always that. <laughs> they were like beige high tops. But they had some weird like graffiti vibe. Like, I don't know what the fuck, but they were like too extra. Do you know what my ones were? <laughs> so I got Converse after months of begging. I ended up getting the navy ones. Now, a classic yeah, in hindsight. Nice. But I remember at the time, like, this was more, I'm coming into Strokes era. Um, oh, the I red really ones. wanted the black or the red. And, like, oh, my friends are the black. I was like, why did I get this? And my dad was like, no, they're the coolest. But then I got, no. Yes, I have always been an accepting queen. Um, I went into Asha and bought R. rainbow R. flag laces. Okay. Big, thick. That was the cool thing to that do. Like, cool swap out the skinny laces, get yourself a fat lace, and yes. it was a rainbow pride flag. How <laughs> <laughs> extra. Bopping around with that and then putting, um, like, plasters on the top of them. Band-Aid from fucking oh, uh, Almost Famous. Kate Hudson. Me going out saying, I'm going to ride the band. Yeah. 14. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember Ashley Simpson. So she had, um, which we're going to hopefully do an episode on in the future, on this iconic piece of television, the Ashley Simpson show. Oh. So, so obviously good. we had Newlyweds, which was Jessica Simpson mm-hmm. and Nick Lachey. And the, that was one of the first like reality celeb shows. reality shows, I think. Where and they it went was a into, great one. That was right after the Osbournes. The Osbournes was like, I think the original yeah. kind of MTV mm. celeb vibe. Yeah, we never really saw like a... Into their home. A, a home, yeah. And like, it was also known that like the other sister, Amy, wasn't a part of the Osbournes. So, like she mm. refused to be a part oh, of it. She's never been seen, her. barely. And I was always like, what the fuck? She's prettier than Kelly. Yeah. I was like, what? But Kelly, Surely Kelly, Kelly remember in. that? Kelly's actually another one. Kelly was a Nick girl, a Y2K Nick girl. Fully, yeah. She, and she was in this crew. Her and Avril Lavigne would she hang was, out, man. Yeah, they would. They went with that iconic photo of them at the red <laughs> carpet when, like, I think Avril is just, like, flipping the bird. <laughs> and flipping it, the bird. What is... Kelly's wearing a top that says like young, willing and eager yes. or something insane. And, like, three belts, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. This was, like, very, very early emo. Yeah. Very early emo. And she was like, Yeah, my dad's like rock and roll royalty. She had this half American, half English accent. And she actually dipped her toe into the music and she came out with a few songs. There was one. A few that, bangers. The one with her and her dad. I can't remember. It was a, a oh, yeah. slow one. I was brought to tears. I like Kelly Osborne. I think she's cool. Yeah, she is. She's been through a lot. She has. She has. And she was friends with Amy Winehouse, so I appreciate that. Oh, she was. I mm. forgot about that. I say Sharon loved her. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon. And Sharon has come out fighting for Piers Morgan and I also appreciate that. Sharon's a legend. I yeah. fucking stand Sharon yeah. Osborne. She is so cool. So cool. Always able to make her surge and all. Fair play. Married for years. Looks great. Brilliant. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh yeah, Ashley Simpson show. So she came out obviously and I, it was just such like the fucking funniest thing when you're looking back. Like I think her album was called Autobiography. Yeah, I'll fact check it. Go on. Um, and... 
So the start of the show, the Ashley Simpson show, was like, I got stains on my T-shirt and I'm already hurt. Autobiography. She's looking great. Yeah, she's looking great. She's now married to Diana Ross's son. Now, I do hate that. Again, you know, girls, I am anti- Nose job. I loved her nose. Oh, I know. I was annoyed I know. when she got the nose job because it really like made her look. And I love in my that opinion back that ruined her because she was so like fuck yeah. everything, fuck surgery. I'm not like the other girls. She like, does the look like yeah, and she does just look like a generic. And then she was like, bitch. oh, but secretly I'm all insecure and I'm I, I don't know. own myself. Like I feel bad for her, obviously, but like I mean, if if that's what happened, but oh, God, she's. 1984 Jeez I always thought She was about the same age as me But I guess that makes sense When I was like 14 Yeah <laughs> She wasn't 14 But um, so like She came out And she no. had that album And like All the pieces Pieces of me Pieces of me <laughs> I remember Me and my sisters Bought that album And we played it Till that shit was Oh yeah Didn't wrapped. you say Your mom was like I can't listen to that album It was anymore. the only No it was the only album That we've ever brought Into the home That she was like Please, that woman cannot sing. It's all like my mom would never because she was like a very early like she was you know one of these vocal fry. Yeah, yeah, she was like that was not her voice. In no way was that her no. voice. And I think now she's come out and she's done a few songs. Who's her husband called? Evan. Evan Ross. Something like that. Yeah. And they random like so they had she, a show or an act, right? They had a show. I think they came out with a few songs. Like they are Ashley and Evan. Yeah, I watched a bit of it and it was so shit. She, she like, married Pete Wentz. I did not know. Did you not that. know that they have I a kid I, together? Oh, fair play. Oh yeah, I do remember this actually now. I do because they were very cool vibe. So I remember like this scene in that show where like she was like moving or something. <laughs> she was moving apartments or moving condos and like going through um packing up her shit and like she opened and like her and her crazy friends and they were like sipping soda and like just being so <laughs> fucking weird and bored about of doing this moving shit and like she opened one drawer and she was like oh my god it's the lyrics to autobiography i remember that <laughs> and it was like these penned <laughs> on this lined paper and she was like fuck i have to keep that that i remember that song she did with jessica didn't they do a performance together and she was like i can't believe i'm performing with my sister our voices are so fucking different oh my and they did like a they did like a christian <laughs> song i'm pretty sure i remember it was like father open your hands did they? Yeah. i don't remember that i think it's on like uh, it might not have been on the show but I, it was on a show like some sort of I also a backstage moment specifically remember um when she was like she was performing her album to like her close friends and family for yes. the first time and she was like i'm really nervous about singing this song because it was about <laughs> like living in the shadow of someone, someone else's, else's dream i <laughs> <laughs> like jessica simpson was out there so like awkward. thanks and wasn't jessica simpson really close to her dad like the dad was like obsessed with jessica simpson I'm yeah, because sure, like right? she's the blonde, like she was like coming out but with she, the country. And she sheet. has that big belt or of a voice. Yeah. Like her yeah. voice is actually. Well, I think incredible. like a lot of their whole life as kids was like, you know, stage momming Jessica Simpson. And the dad is now like fully a gay man, but doesn't admit yes, it. That is crazy. It's, like, I think she spoke about it actually. That could be let us know if you want us to read Jessica Simpson's Everyone book. says it's unreal. Yeah, we should read it. Because she comes out and like talks about like the whole like Nick Lachey when he like, when they separated, she, uh, he like got with his now wife like mm. very soon after quite publicly. And she writes in the book like, 
Did all those words of love mean nothing to you? And what's going viral on TikTok at the moment is that picture of Jessica Simpson when she put on like maybe half a kilo and was like still a size eight to 10. And the whole press went insane being like, she's obese. And she was like, and like, it's going like viral on TikTok. They're like, they're just all saying like, remember when the narrative about her body type here was that she was obese if you look at her she's literally like a size 10 because she she fluctuated like every fucking woman does especially like since having kids her like boobs got really big and And they all compared her because i remember in her show jessica simpson's show wasn't it in newlyweds as well where she she like uh cat like she showed herself training loads for that um daisy dukes performance and she got that was a movie with like johnny knoxville yeah and she got so tiny for it. But like, yeah. I remember her being like, I'm like, it was like a thing, but they always compared her to that skinny body oh. that she like openly trained for dieted. Like, I remember, I remember reading in a magazine once and it was like, Jessica's diet for this thing. It was like three grapes for breakfast, a black coffee. Like it was when the, they put those diets in magazines. We need to talk about that. But when you look at, um, <laughs> to finish on the Simpsons, we will do a deep dive. I think we should do a deep dive on the Simpsons mm. for an episode if we read Jessica's book. Because if you look at now how they've like transformed, they've kind of transformed into each other. Because, like, Jessica Simpson had um, troubles with alcohol. Um, so I think she speaks about that in her book. And, like, Ashley Simpson has gotten very, like... She's very normal, normal mom. Girl. Like, she's slightly boho. But that's about yeah. the kind of, you know, like... She's not rock and roll anymore. No. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Remember when everyone who loved Avril Lavigne wore ties over their t-shirts? Oh my gosh, yes. I had a girl in my year. I had a Diamante one. Did you? I never got a tie and I was so annoyed. But I remember there was a girl in my year. You know when like there's one girl in your year that gets so obsessed with someone? Like they're just like, like next level. She was so obsessed with Avril Lavigne. Every day she'd wear a Maltesers t-shirt and her boyfriend's tie. A Maltesers? It was a t-shirt with Maltesers. Like as in a red t-shirt. It looked like the packaging of Maltesers. Wow. I don't, oh no, I think it said man teaser. It did? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was from like Sust or one of those shops. Man teaser. And then her boyfriend's tie, he went to like the boys school down the road. Oh like, my gosh. Flex. That was fuck. like fucking flex as fuck. I remember like it was prior to Avril Lavigne coming on the scene. It was so uncool to wear a tie. It was like. Not cool at all for, for girls to wear a tie. You'd be getting given out to us like, Fuck up. ew, gross, I'm not a boy. And then as soon as Avril Lavigne, you'd wear your tie over your jumper. Oh, yeah. And you do it like mini. Like there was oh, a way mini. to do the tie. So it was like just like about six inches. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you'd have to tuck the long part into the shirt and you just have this mini little tie. <laughs> and it'd be kind of like cocked to the side. 
<laughs> so while we're on the topic of like reality shows, right? So let's talk about some other like it galsy kind of shows, not even dissecting the show themselves, but just the things that they would show. So automatically I'm thinking pretty wild with the Nair's sisters. Which is pretty unknown. Now you, I kind of came about that only a year ago, I think, um, when there was like, like this is it's kind of like similar to Tumblr on those Instagram accounts where you're like, you'll see a screen grab of something yeah, that's yeah, clearly yeah. from a reality show with like a hilarious uh, subtitle on and you're like, what the fuck is that? And I think I showed it to you and you were like, that show was... Insane. Ugh. I watched that show when it was on TV. And I never knew of it. Yeah. What was it on? Do you remember what uh, channel? Probably M- was it MTV or E maybe? It could have been E. That's I why I, I would have watched e. it if it was on MTV because yeah. I watched literally every show. That I think it was on E um, and it would have been out like around 2007, 8 maybe. I think it was yeah. recorded in 2006. So who were they? They're like the Nairs sisters but they got famous because Alexis Nairs was involved in that bling ring. Yeah. The robbery of like Lindsay Lohan's home. Um, and then there was a film made about it So it kind of got another revamp after that But it basically yeah. like the girls were like mm-hmm. Their mum and dad were like kind of Setting them up to be kind of basically it girls To be honest yeah. They got they signed off this show And then the show went so big Because it literally kicked off When Alexis was getting like arrested for this She ended up getting addicted to heroin mm. It was so crazy And then of course again Something that we uh, have yet to, uh, to acknowledge Ryan Cabrera Yeah Okay. Ryan Cabrera was in another wow. show that we can talk about now, The Hills, going out with Audrey. Then he was in Audrina. Audrina, sorry. Audrey, who at the hell am I? <laughs> <laughs> Someone screw on my Get it your girl facts brain. Right. Fucking hell, there's a fact based pod. Audrey. Sorry. It's so gas how Audrey and Audrina. Very similar, but very, very different. Very different person. <laughs> um, he, she, so he was going out with Audrina. Then he was going out with Alexis Nair's sister. What's her name? She was so Just began with a T, I think. Tammy? Maybe. Or something like yeah, that. No, she was cool. Like She was major kind of Ashley Simpson, Avril Lavigne vibe. She was very Audrina. And Audrina. That kind of, that like rockery, yes. like could I own a Harley? Possibly. But I'm too drunk to fucking drive it. So yeah. I'm just going to get with a guy who has one. Absolutely. Um, her name. Tess. Wasn't it? Tess. Tess. And Gabrielle was the younger sister. She wasn't really in it too much. Not too. She was quite young. Yeah. But Tess yeah. And, and Alexis were always like out partying together. And they were like a whole like 16, 17. And they were they out were young. partying. Like they were out for days. Yeah. I remember the mom being like, where are you? They were like, fuck off. Like, fuck off, mom. We're From trying Boulevard. to be famous in L.A. <laughs> Like they were crazy And that was a new Kind of archetype as well Of like uh, It girl Like they were rocker But LA And it was kind of Tied into that whole Like Cobra Sake Aesthetic Which was this blog In the late Or like the First decade of the 2000s That like categorised Like crazy parties In LA Well that's when It kind of transcended From like being able to Like From like seeing it On like say Perez Hilton Mm -hmm. Or You know From shows like MTV To actually being able To access like a website. Yeah, this was like the precursor to like Instagram stories. Yeah. Like seeing someone's night out. Like you'd go on cobrasnake.com and his name was Cobrasnake. He was like a photographer. Has he been me too'd? I don't know how if he hasn't. Because <laughs> literally. This man was fucking hanging out with Corey Kennedy, iconic it girl of the 2000s. Look her up. She was so like 2000s y looking. You can't even describe. Big eyes, like kind of vapid looking. Yeah. But like, like pale skin, kind of like long, mousy hair. Long brown, curly but hair. Just kind of mousy. Like, she was gorgeous. But like, she kind of. Do you know who she would remind me of? Effie from Skins. Oh, yeah. 
But she was like 16. And she was at all these parties. And I remember being so jealous because she was like only a year older than me. And I was like, how the fuck is she going out? And we didn't know much about her. No. Like I ever, there was rumors that she was a Kennedy, but she wasn't. No, but she kind of like, like leaned was, into that because. Yeah, they're like, how does she have money to do this? How is she getting invited to these parties? How is she like anything? So like, that's kind of what happened with, if you're looking at the like transition from like Paris Hilton mm. to then Ashley Simpson the to then like Alexis Nars, where it's like, everyone's like, you're kind of like, it's like now how um, influencers kind of seem to look at each other and try and like, you know, you take something from, like, say, Rosie Connolly, or for, and you like mold it and change it and make it absolutely your own. Like, just you're, we're trying to see, like, how did this person get successful? This mm-hmm. is what we see, like, the youth of today, shall we say? Yeah, I think like that back then. I think the trickle down from the simple life gave way to Alexis Nyers, The Hills, because the simple life was like this reality TV. Even, you know, you could go further up the stream and go Osborne's show and um, Newlyweds and the Ashley Simpson show. This ability, to, uh, re- the the rise of reality TV definitely gave rise. Like Without all that, there wouldn't be, I don't think, influencers now because this is what got people into like, no longer did we care about like Paris Hilton's um, cover on, by Dave, Dave LaChapelle on Rolling Stone. That wasn't enough. We now wanted to know like, what did they do? And then the simple life wasn't enough. And then we got a peek into like someone's house and then that wasn't enough. And we wanted like Cobra Snake where it was like the odd time there'd be celebrities hanging out with these normal people and you're getting mm. a glimpse into this like LA lifestyle. And then you get like fucking um, Pretty Wild, which is Pretty Wild, one season. I think it's on Hey You. It is, yeah. It's so <laughs> fucking good. It. It's, it is so chaotic. I really want to get Alexis Nyers in the podcast. She does podcasts. We've asked her. But like she is, has such a crazy story. Like she got addicted to black tar heroin and she was Her and her boyfriend, they were like living in a flipping crack den. She was living in it while filming the show. And the show is like so weird. Like Like, her mom is obsessed with The Secret. Another very early 2000s thing. That's why I cannot, like I cannot take it seriously when someone genuinely reads the secret now no offense I know a lot of people do but like yeah I know. whenever because I grew up in that time where like the secret was like a religion oh my god yeah it became like it was like the new Kabbalah like people yeah. were obsessed with the secret and like I just think of fucking Nancy Joe. wasn't Nancy her mom or no that was the woman from Vanity Fair she rang but I just think of their fucking mom and I'm like she her mom would be like we love the secret we've got Buddhas around the house for the positive energy the positive <laughs> affirmations queen I was like you her effect <laughs> like I know the secret's the effect but I'm pretty sure that show has given rise to so many influencers being like girls let's do the affirmation I know wouldn't she like They'd be in some kind of they'd circle. Like pray. Yeah. But like for affirmations, they'd be like, there is an abundance of positivity around us. And that juxtaposed between her her daughter going out and shooting up fucking heroin. <laughs> like, what are you manifesting okay, here? She got an abundance, all right. And she, <laughs> but like, for sure, we saw, like, we really just wanted to be like, this is how do they live? Mm. How does it make? It doesn't make sense. It's like when you follow someone and you're like, how do they have so many clothes? How are they going on so many holidays? It doesn't make sense, and it's like you don't even want it to make sense. You just want to see it you to just, think yeah. maybe I will be able to pick up something for yeah, or it feels like it could be you next. Like especially the hills. That was a big one for me that I think I remember being like. You're telling me all these cool kids <laughs> just got approached that they got on their own show. That's and when it kind of got to this point of like. Oh, I could be 
like the next like cool it girl who was approached to be on a show and like me and my friends cool fucking group of friends are like categorized because that was like what was the first show called laguna beach iconic and then they went into the hills which was i mean the hills was just such a moment i still watched that damn show when it came back last year i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was like this show is fucking i couldn't find it annoyingly but like i would totally rewatch the hills i loved how slow it was it was like nothing happened it was like Hey. Really slowly chewing porridge. And the, it was just so <laughs> slow. Nothing happened. I loved it. It was so. But if you look fun. at all these shows, like the Osbournes, like there was constant, like, you know, a big part of the show was like Kelly's relationships and that kind of stuff and them going out. So that was the kind of pull. So it wasn't really the wealth or the money or the fashion. What was keeping us intrigued was the drama. Mm-hmm. Like, say, Paris Hilton, like, was she on drugs? What was she on? Who was she fighting with? Did Lindsay Lohan threaten to beat her up? And Alexis Nyers, it was like the drama. So that is kind of. I remember fully sitting with like my gal pals in school bitching about whatever girl that we had a problem with that week being like, we could literally have our own show. No, we could, we, <laughs> we could literally have our, like we need a show. We should like, it would be huge. Cause like, Everyone has fucking drama. Of course, when you're a 16 year old, your life yeah. is like built upon meaningless, petty drama. But it's like, you're like, we should make this a show. Like, let's, I mean, people. Imagine would, if there was a camera there, like people, on the hills. People would be obsessed. Um, another, so another batch of it girls, right? If we're moving on from the reality show ones, just to talk about for a while, are the child stars. Because the early 2000s, you know, where this is when we saw a lot of the Disney Club people, a lot of Nickelodeon stars come into their adulthood and come into their teen, like later teenage years. I'm thinking like Lindsay Lohan, the Olsen twins, Amanda Bynes. There's Ariana so Grande. many. Like, I mean, we're still seeing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're like watching these people, like I remember watching Two of a Kind with Mary-Kate and Ashley and like, you never think they're gonna grow up it's uh mary kate and ashley i so we got uh, i put up on instagram right just to see if we're you know on the same level i want to see what other people's favorite it girls were so we talked about them and someone wrote in being like <laughs> mary kate and ashley had all of us y2 girl take y2k girls in a chokehold and it's so fucking true the power of those twins yeah. for two girls who said nothing publicly really ever yeah they did that oprah winfrey oh, interview so and that was so awkward <gasps> and it was in the middle of mary kate's like whatever yeah, like we don't sp- even know no. we just saw her dramatically lose weight in these weird fucking photos of her at sessions then over never heard like like a very like the Olsen twins they have remember that meme that was going around a few years ago where it was like the blah 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 starter pack the Olsen twins starter pack let's break it down okay Parliament cigarettes. Ugh, that's Isn't what that like the strongest. They are, they've ziggy. half a filter. Me, I started oh. smoking on them. My friend, Russian friend, mom, she'd rob them from her mom. Her mom would get crates in. They've half of a white filter. They're so strong. So do they just look chic that it's all white? Is that the it's point? All, well, all American smokes are all white, but yeah. it's just the filter's only half and then it's like a paper. So it's just really strong. They're super strong. They had smoked <laughs> them and they smoked Marlboro Reds. Yeah, I, I, I dabbled on them for a while because of the strokes. strokes. Yeah. <laughs> and Kings of Leon smoked them. Yeah, and, I mean. Oh, they sick. were sick. You couldn't pay me. They would also have, I there was I have a very strong image in my mind of the Olsen twins. And tell me if you know what I'm talking about here. Talk a, to me. A paparazzi picture. Mm-hmm. We're in New York. Mm-hmm. The Olsen twins have that huge Balenciaga bag, but they're holding all of their belongings in their hands. <laughs> They would hold a phone, a wallet, a key, 
and a pack of cigarettes and a Starbucks and a dog and a laptop and a laptop <laughs> and these huge glasses falling off their head their and, tiny bug head and their bag is full of shit I'm like oh you look homeless but it's so cool I know they were like they were so like on the go on the go on the go my keys my phone everything needs to be in my hand at all times and they really you know they did something for that boho look of hair like because they for years obviously had to straighten their hair for that show clearly but then they had this whole their style in two of a kind was so fucking cool that now that was my pinnacle of style when like, I was like twelve. <laughs> I was like, I just was like, how for the love of God, how I remember like I just remember their dressing gowns. They would always have they like had the best dressing gowns. They yeah. were like big fluffy. <laughs> Fucking stunning thing, and their clothes were like they always had these twin sets. They loved a twin yeah, set, like a little, and there'd always be like a feather boa trimmed sleeve. Yes, like yes, wandering around their house on a Tuesday, like, Dad. And then like I would always be like, "This is my child brain working overtime." I was like, "How do they get their hair in such perfect twists with the butterfly clips I know, by themselves?" The I'm like, "But their dad is their dad. They don't have a mom is it in a the cat? show." I'm like, "It's hair and makeup on. Welcome." And it's I remember they'd have like. A crimped section, a straightened oh, section. Oh, a cr- that like, was... Uh, they'd have three or things a curl. going on. Yeah. A random three curls. Random curl, two curls in the front, everything else straight. They were also, I'm pretty sure they were responsible for the... Tell me if you remember this. This is so... This is a very niche thing, but I'm pretty sure you would have had one. A coloured hair extension bond. A single coloured piece of hair. Okay, yes. Did you have one I them? think I had like a clip that had a little bit of pink hair Me and my it. cousin went to Donami Shopping Centre again, shout out. And there was a hair, I think it was Claire's Accessories did them. and they would Pride put, and Joy. Pride and Joy! Yeah. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> shop. I think it's still there and it was, that shop was so good but it had the glass outside that would had all like the kind of that was display. a toy shop though right yeah, yeah but it also had like art shit and just like this was a hair thing this was claire's because it was someone who would put a bond in your hair oh okay so like you had it was so a like fo- a braid it was, no it was a bond bonded extension <laughs> i never had that did you not no. that was like the coolest fucking shit when i was like 11 like Weird. and it was from two of a kind because i'm pretty sure once they had like a streak here and a streak here but no one could afford both of them they were like 15 euro each so like me and my auntie you'd wear it in <laughs> literally like i had a pink one and so or, cool and then my cousin katie got a purple one but her hair was curly in the extension straight <laughs> that's so me poor me with my curly hair we needed uh, more curly hair representation yes but they did that i think later on the years their hair was wild oh yeah wild it was like fucking metal. but it looked fucking great because it was like half bleached but like so that kind of that was very like y2k it girl with this like fried hair but it looked so good i don't know how so they did it good. they made like fried raggedy hair look unreal it was that whole just had a bad luck. I remember my, yeah. my friend Devin said when he, I think it was when he moved to New York City first and he was walking around Soho where their show, their shop, The Row is. Um, so is that, I can't believe, I was only reading Harper's Bazaar the other day. and Very highly acclaimed clothing. The Row. I'm like, that can't, and I, that, I remembered that, but I'm like, surely it can't be. But it is. No, yeah, that's, that's them. They still have it. I don't think they have the shop anymore, but they sell online. And their shit's like very highly, like, it's in love ev- it. It's in, like, you know the way with Vogue and every fucking, like, you know, luxury magazine. There's the, the row. same. Row, Moschino, Versace, like it's the same shit. Every fucking one, Max Mara. Th- theirs is always there. Oh, no, they, oh, they have very good leather goods, apparently. 
It's mainly leather goods, I think. And it's they just also so had, random. They also had Elizabeth and James, which is named after Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen and yeah. James, their brother. Random that Elizabeth um, Olsen became famous. I feel like that's weird. It is weird, but she's a very good actress. Her she pleasure. is, but I'm just like, do not forget that you were Mary Kate and Ashley's sister. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I go, I, you know, I, I like it that we've got a bit of acting going on because the, the sisters went into fashion solely. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What but, was that other show? So that it was the two of a kind, and then there was another one where they well, were they like, had their movies. Oh, good God! I remember going to see the one, the in, one in Paris. Oh, Paris! Was I went so to see it in the cinema, good. and fucking hell. The Rome one, I remember being real jealous because they both went on holidays and found boyfriends. They always had these like Italian boyfriends. Is that like, the one where she was kid. on the back of the moped yeah. with a boyfriend? <laughs> Very like, you know, that Audrey Hepburn film in Rome. I'm pretty sure they just tried to emulate that for tweens. And I remember <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I never knew our granddad was so rich. The yeah. granddad literally has like a palace. <laughs> he lived at like an insane palace in the middle of Rome. And they're like, oh my God. Like, what the frick? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, they were so cool. <laughs> my friend, Their yeah. movies were like my fucking heroin. They were just some of the, I mean, yeah, so my friend Devin said he was like walking around Soho and he went past the row and his friend worked in like the Tom Brown store close by, I think. So he said he'd always be on this and he'd always hear from his friend, like you'd see them out for cigarette breaks every now and again. And then Devin said he was walking down and he was like, oh. and they were just both there. It's in like maybe 2010. So they were very quiet, but very chic and still yeah. very skinny. <clears throat> and uh, not that you can tell because they're so draped I know in clothing. so fascinating and they said they were smoking and he tried to walk really slow so he could hear what they were talking about and he just heard Mary Kate going she took a huge drag with a cigarette and was like my new thing is and then he walked by he was like oh, I never knew what our new no. thing was but how them <laughs> how them to be standing beside you they're saying my new thing so them as like, but like we that I think the like they have actually maintained like very much like a private kind of life. Like, I mean, mm. Ashley, okay, was it Ashley? Isn't she getting divorced now from Circa? Yeah. From your man? Oh, that was odd. One. That was odd. And didn't they, wasn't there like uh, during lockdown last year, there was like a picture released of their Zoom divorce hearings and they're like, <laughs> sitting on Zoom really? getting divorced. Yeah. She's like, getting she got like kicked out of their apartment. He's like insanely rich. Who is he? He is what the fuck's his name? Because like again? for such a high profile relationship, it was relatively like he's, he's like a hedge fund. I remember there was like a meme or like a kind of a picture that went low key viral of them at like a Lakers game or something, and it's her next to him and I think his daughter, and it's freaky. Yeah, as in like, it's like which one? Oliver the Sarkozy. Yeah, so a French banker, but he's related to Nicholas Sarkozy. So they, he was like president or something like that of France. Uh, that, who was that, Mary Kate? Her husband. Yeah, because like we kind of saw Olivier, Mary Kate sorry, was the Olivier. one who was like more, you know, troubled. It seemed like she dropped the, a serious yeah. amount of weight like we saw. And that was when like their whole veneer of like these perfect girls, these like, you know, squeaky mm-hmm. clean, you know, Nickelodeon stars who were just so gorgeous. Like I just remember being like, "Why can't and Amanda I Bynes. look like that?" Amanda Bynes. I was, I was so fucking obsessed with her when I was younger. I loved that show. That show was fucking hilarious. Do you remember the website? Yeah, AmandaPlease.com. Because like, on all the time. Back, anyone else who is like our age will remember. Like your mom would be like, "Do you want to go on the internet there for half an hour?" And you'd be like, <sighs> "And you." I would literally sit at the internet and be like. God, what website do I want to go on? And I'd always want AmandaPlease.com. And it, it was, was fun. Unbelievable. There were so many games and stuff. But like, and you're so right. Mary Kate was like, you know, one of many of these child stars, child star it girls who then like, it seemed like they just started to collapse. Like if you look at like Amanda Bynes, mm. Lindsay Lohan, Mary Kate Olsen, all had eating disorders. 
Every single one of them. Especially Lindsay and Mary Kate both got so. I don't know if Amanda thin. Bynes got super thin. I think she said she had an eating disorder though when she was filming the show. Something like I remember reading that, like yeah. when she was very young. Yeah, you know, that yeah, way. Yeah. Like I think it was like they've all basically come out and like fucking Mary Kate was like Mary Kate was so so skinny and all these videos of, or photographs of her like just at these weird parties and especially for them being so private for so many years, seeing yeah. them like I remember there was just weird. Same with Lindsay Lohan. We saw those photos of her, like, with a blade, randomly, like, oh, yeah. you know. And just these, like, they're in some weird, like, condo in, like, New York. Or in fucking L.A. And, like, you know, partying with these other rich kids. And they're all sweaty. And you don't know where they are or what they're doing. But, you know, it's not good. And Mary-Kate also had, like, so many stints in, like, Betty Ford. Remember, every few weeks, it'd be like, Mary-Kate admitted to Betty Ford Clinic. And it was always like, it would say it would be about drugs and an eating disorder, but they'd never. I mean, I guess, and that's the thing. It's like, why should she have to be like, I have an eating disorder, everybody, and a drug issue. Yeah, and that's gone viral recently with the Oprah Winfrey um, Oh, yeah, because she was like, what is it? Wasn't she? She's like, what is it, drugs, eating disorder? I've heard bulimia. I think it was like, what weight are you? Yeah, and they're literally like sat there like, but it is weird that they like, they still, they look very strange now. Like as they in like, look they haunted. look haunted. That's what I mean. Like yeah. not even just like, you know, thinness or whatever. They just look like shook. And I, and, and it's so weird because I remember watching them and imagining what they were going to look like. I'm thinking like they are going to be so gorgeous when they're older. I can't wait. Like as a young kid watching them, wanting to be them and be yeah. like, they're going to be so amazing when they're older. Like they're going to, I just imagined them taller, but looking, because they were so like pristine with they're their little so hair, with their little outfits. They're well, aren't they? So They're cute. like five foot one or something. Yeah. They are like tiny, So tiny just visually women. they've changed. Same with like Lindsay Lohan, but, and same with, um, who was the other, Amanda Bynes. Like Amanda Bynes, you know, like she had a good run for a while. Like she started obviously as the child star, and then she went into like a what's that movie that she did? I think with uh, with uh, Zac Efron. I think oh, she did one. Oh yeah, it was as good as it gets. Not as good as it gets. What's it called again? I'll look it up. Hang on. She she was like very much kind of she was different looking, but like she was still very like American. She's the man. She's the man. And what a girl wants. She was Easy very American looking, like a yeah. great body, not super super skinny, but like looked so wholesome, kind of like really healthy girl. And then we just saw like a major, she's probably one of the most, you know, damaged in the sense of like, you know, she, what we know of mm-hmm. from her, mm-hmm. that she really did have she like had a, a psychotic very, break. And yeah, stuff. she had a hugely, like probably since Britney, she's yeah. probably the most public kind of psychotic break, mental breakdown. I, I'm, you know, I'm and unanswerable no and not, yeah. and the kind of thing where you're like, same with Britney. I'm like, we're all people being like, free Britney or like, whatever. It's like, I don't think these people can come back from that at all. Well, I yeah. Don't think it's not rewind. as simple as like, here's a cure, free her. Yeah. You know, because we don't know the depths of like the mental trauma that they went through. And then that just comes into like, when you look at like, for our generation to look back and reflect on, you know, it, I always just think, I'm like, what is the price you pay for like child stardom? Honestly, like, because mm-hmm. if you look at the majority of people, even like Shirley Temple, like she came out when she was older and basically said that she was molested. Like, you know, you look like the likes of Michael Jackson, who who the bloody hell knew what went on there, abuse and abuser. And then, you know, there's so many instances of this, of like chill. Like, I mean, Mary Kate and Ashley were acting since they were six months old. Like, what? what? <laughs> and like, but as a kid consuming this, you're seeing like their really cute house. I remember yeah. their cute bedroom in that uh, oh. Two of the Count. 
two of a kind saying you know like actually do you know who seems to have come out of it kind of fine Tia and Tamara I sister, guess they, they never really launched into anything else much after Sister Sister though, did they? Like they uh, were uh, never still kind of on the scene. I think one of them was in a reality show, but like in terms of kind of like I love them visibly, they didn't, you know, get on the party scene or drop a serious amount of weight. Like I remember, I think uh, Ashley or Mary, sorry, Mary Kate and um, Nicole Richie were kind of friends, and they had some mm. kind of. It seemed almost like they were like, you know. Probably like you know with all the pro Anna websites where they're probably like you know giving each other tips. I remember like that whole kind of thing was going around that Nicole Richie like had a joke that she was weighing everyone before they came into her birthday party, <laughs> and that Mary Kate had like cigarettes in bowls as party favors. You know these things. Mary that we Kate, were, had, yeah, she had a bowl of cigarettes at her wedding. At the the centerpiece of her wedding table was bowls of Parliament cigarettes. Like that's iconic. I mean, it's iconic it girls vibe. Sorry, it's, it's you know. iconic it girls vibe for sure. Like if we're going to think of it in that world, you know that way. But like obviously, it was just you, so ridiculous when you add everything else together. Yeah, it's like worrying. Well, when you see like like I said, like you look at Jessica Simpson and you thought like, oh wow, she's in this perfect relationship, her gorgeous house. Interesting note here, just mm. on your tea and tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, after the show ended, both Mary and her sister studied psychology. At university. So wow. they obviously went off the scene, went to university through psychology. So smart bitches, clearly. Fair play. Um, and then they went back into some like voice acting. One of them actually did the voice of Sasha in Bratz. No way. Love that for her. And now I think they have another, one of them had a reality show or something like where she was showcasing her pregnancy and stuff. Yeah, uh, but they did. But they never really like, although they were huge stars in, I mean, Nickelodeon, that show was massive. I Fucking loved that, that show. show. Was so good. Bloody loved it. Like what an amazing concept. I love the have twin, twin vibe. Yeah, I love like, a twin. Vibe. I used to always. I watched so many twin shows. I used to always dream I was a twin. When and I, I was, was so jealous of my sisters. Oh yeah, because they were twins. actually were twins. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, not you real. Find each other though when you're 15. Yeah. So not really. <laughs> you don't. Know, I could not, still find you're mine. You're not identical. So yeah, I always it, think that too. I'm like. But when you think really about it, the whole idea of the twin kind of like very much like penetrates the child mind of like. You know, oh, life is so hard. If only I had a twin and a best friend who was alongside me. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not really like that in reality. Um, so I guess like to end off, like how uh, one question I was thinking about when I was like researching on this episode is like, it's kind of funny how all of them, how they were portrayed in the media. I don't think that would. I mean, is maybe I'm completely wrong. What do you think in the paparazzi would like that behavior of all of them, like the partying, the drugs, the eating disorders, all of the speculation, the, you know, the stuff about their personal life, Alexis Nyers, like all that legal stuff. Do you think that would happen now with someone like, or that they'd get to this level of fame or would it just be like a case of like almost like the M50 girl who's just like thought of as like disgrace and terrible, you know, Mm. that way, like I feel like back then that kind of controversy and that kind of like chaotic behavior was so like, not celebrated, but as you said, used by the paparazzi and they kind of fed into it as well. It's like, it's Mm. funny. It seemed to kind of be very much of that time because even if there was someone who was like, you know, on the surface squeaky clean like Paris Hilton, there were still all these pictures you'd see of her like out partying with Nicole. And well, there was the photo of her with the crack pipe and like the oh sex my tape God. and all that. Yeah, I yeah, don't think yeah. she was ever squeaky clean. Well, like, I mean, veneer-wise, she looked like the all-American girl. That was the whole intrigue about Paris Hilton was that she mm. looked like the all-American girl. She was from this like dynasty family. Well, I think 
the intrigue was that she didn't. Didn't, Because yeah, she yeah. was, like, so, like, she dressed so provocatively, tiny little clothes. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, flaunting her wealth with, like, the big bags and whatever. I just feel like that now, when I think of, like, say, the Hadids or, like, the Jenners or any of the kind of modern-day boring, dare I say, you know, uh, like, it girls now, it's like, I feel like... I don't know whether it's they have way more control over their image or just that the image that you're expected to be now, like, and it's good, it's both good and bad, I guess, because, like, I think that, like, the paparazzi's role in, like, those it gals of the early 2000s probably also, you know, enabled them to be more chaotic because it got them more fame, you mm-hmm. know, that way. But I think that, like, with the Jenners and the Hadiths and stuff, you know, it's, like, that's where it's so different in the sense that, like, they're way expected to be way more, like, completely controversy free I think what honestly honestly sorry I said I can come out with something so serious I think what really did change that whole like kind of fascination and like you know putting out their kind of you know bad behavior to the forefront and not being so kind of hidden with it Mm -hmm. because it was very much hidden in plain sight if you Mm -hmm. think of like yes Mary Kate never came out saying I did this same with Paris Hilton didn't really get into like what and she was on for Nicole example. Richie as well she never was like I have an eating disorder even though she like wasted, oh she denied wasted it away. to the ground just mm-hmm. and I remember like even Peaches Geldof who we now know oh, who died from heroin she we, I remember seeing on TV her being like um she dropped a serious amount of weight because she was on heroin but she was talking about doing a juice diet and it was all these fad diets gluten-free I remember you said it to me once Oh, really? One of the first times I came to your house, you were like, I'm going gluten free. Pa- uh, Peaches Galdoff said that's why she no got so skinny. Way. Oh and it was gosh. like, oh no. Just God, a- imagine if she did come out saying she did heroin. <laughs> you came over and I'm like, I started just shooting up. Uh, Peaches Galdoff. Oh, oh my God, the Galdoff's another iconic. Pixie duo. Galdoff is pregnant. Oh, delighted. Love her. her. Delighted. Love a bit of Pixie Galdoff. Love her whole style. They were like the English kind of cool girls. Yeah, like wearing the leather. But, um,. Another famous offspring. Very, yeah. A lot of famous offspring, you know? Yeah, and you didn't really know what they were. It's like, are you a model? You're kind of, you're modeling from Yumi one minute, then mm. you're like, you know, acting randomly, presenting like Peaches Geldof presented some shit for TV3. Or for, sorry, UTV. But um, yeah, I think very much what changed that whole like ideation of like drugs and that life was Kate Moss when she got the front cover of um every paper for being caught snorting lines in... Uh, Baby Shambles studio I think that was Because she was dropped from so many things And I think it was like Kate Moss was very much publicly going out With a known heroin addict Mm -hmm. However seeing the reality And like I don't know what Like everyone Like what do you think she's doing with Pete Doherty You know while he's off But was that not like before a lot of this also happened. No, it was around the same time. No, um, that would have been two thousand and eight. I think where uh, when that came to the forefront was it. God, I thought I was only in fourth year. Two thousand and eight, I'd say, because two thousand seven was when they were like going out. But um, you know, and I think then we also saw Amy Winehouse uh, video. Two thousand and five. Two thousand five. Yeah. So I think I think that that was amidst the kind of like within the center of the storm of like bad girl, good girl gone bad. I think that was like a juicy storyline then because. But she it, was dropped from a lot of things, and it took her a good she while. Was, she was dropped, but I remember it did. It was it, you know she ended up going out with 
Pete Doherty for years after and she loved not loved but like on the surface it was like Kate Moss doesn't give a fuck anymore she's hanging out with rock stars like you know because if you think of like Paris Nicole all that that's 2007 2008 it was still celebrated in the media you know that way that kind of like chaotic partying I think it was social media changed a lot of it because I think that that's when celebrities ended up getting like taking their um own image into their own hands they didn't rely on the paparazzi anymore to like portray them in a certain way I'd so say they, they got better at hiding it no that's what I mean but which is strange because what I find weird is now that like everyone has phones like when we look at Kate Moss and someone like one of no one knew who like took the video or whatever of Kate Moss mm-hmm. and saying and like obviously I think it kind of from Okay, if we think about it, if you are a celeb, imagine you're a celeb, you're a Kate Moss, and like obviously she was in this, um, in this studio and got like caught out, and like there must have only been like what six to seven people in the studio, mm-hmm. so they were probably able to pinpoint who was right beside her and taking that video. Yeah, I'm sure she then, knows who the, exactly yeah, it is. And like. we saw the same with Peaches Geldof had one where randomly on a blog came out this story of this guy she'd hooked up after scoring heroin, um, around the time of Cobra Snake era. She was she would have been on that website. And, um, oh yeah, for sure. And then we saw Amy Winehouse as well. She was caught out with a uh, smoking a crack pipe mm-hmm. next to her wedding picture. So these things were coming out. So I think you even hear of like you hear of like uh, celebrities with this like no no phone parties where like yeah. people who come into the parties are like searched and everything's like. See, Lil Nas away. had one. He's in some hot water. Oh really? Lil Nas had a TikToker party and he was like no phones and obviously like you know COVID not exactly the smartest idea. Oh. He's in a lot of hot water. He is having a day. <laughs> he really is. He's still in hell. But um, yeah. But he. Uh, but yeah, I think we saw that they just were able to monitor and understand because I guess when that was happening with, you know, Paris Hilton, it was very new. They weren't able to monitor it. But now, I think it was like the new celebrity as well. Like as you said, they're not. They were going out as if they were regular people to the club with normal people. But I feel like because that whole new type of celebrity birthed then they kind of realize oh shit we can't like if we want to get away with like being bad girls or drugs mm. or all that we have to now bring it into like do probably how all the normal celebrities do which is just in their own gaff with no phones and all their friends you know well, that way more like you know even like the clubs would pro- probably like leaned into that kind of thing like you know with Bergheim, like where you're able to go and like you're mm-hmm. locked away because like i mm-hmm. remember there was love island stars and they were in a bathroom i can't remember who it was doing whatever in the bathroom and like people were uh over the cubicle and, like, oh can't remember who it was but they were holding yeah. like some paraphernalia paraphernalia do i say you know so it's kind of i think they were just like okay because like you, the bigger celebs now like Gigi, bella kim kardashian you would be never seeing them no with never anything. never ever and i think like yeah i'd, I'd wonder I think they're just more protected as well in a way. Yeah, yeah and they kind of died. Like remember in the Britney um, documentary, we yeah. were seeing like all that kind of like paparazzis with underskirt photographs and like, you know, dying to get that shot of them disheveled, falling out of a pub or a club. That uh, kind yeah. of doesn't exist anymore. You no. don't really see Bella Hadid falling out anywhere. And I'm interested like, I'm interested to like, where is the future of the it girl? Not it girls. We all know where that's going, Huns. Yeah. But I'm future. I'm interested to see like where that's going. And like, I can see the benefits 
and I can see the negative aspects of both because I think that like although like yeah maybe like dangerous or like bad girl behavior shouldn't be glorified in the press for young teenagers to consume and try emulate but also like I think when you're older you can kind of learn from it or look at it in a oh my god that was really chaotic but now it's like while young girls are kind of being presented as like these aspirational people are like the Kendall Jenners and it's like I mean what like here's my new tequila you know that way it's like it's Mm. so contrived and so much more contrived at least there was some weird reality behind the camera Mm. lens then but then also you know there's a huge question around like it being uh taken advantage of by the paparazzi to like you know and being extorted basically yeah and ruining lives yeah 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 but then yeah we still see the title we can still see how it trickled down the glorification of like getting drunk and stuff from like i hate those youtube videos that like the uh jenners and the kardashians do where it's like kylie and chloe get drunk on tequila while doing each other's makeup it's like Oh shut up And they're like You're doing another shot Kylie You're and she's fucking like, We're getting wet Oh <laughs> It's so Like cringe So it's basically you I know, can just imagine them Like leaving the set And yeah. getting their stomach pumped Instantly Or and just then, like, being apple juice Oxygen Yeah But like I can imagine Like they're not actually Dealing with a hangover no, They're like They're getting they're IV like, drip IV to fuck Yeah <laughs> an Oxygen tank like, Yeah Like I think um, I think it's just the same thing Wrapped up in a different bow You know the way I think we have Some people might think It's better because it's like We're not showing this and that anymore But it's like That shit's still going on But you're wrapping up Something else Equally as You know Unattainable And the surgery Like yeah. I mean We didn't We obviously saw like there was a certain body type with the it gal, which was like, you know, we saw it with like Misha Barton. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, Paris Hilton, Kimberly Stewart all had this like really long torso. The longest torso. Same with Britney. Like remember Britney, yeah. um, I think it was at the, what's that? It was around the time of her movie crossroads mm-hmm. what was oh, the she song the, associated i'm not a girl not a woman. i remember she wore the lowest yes. ever cut pair of jeans and it was like <laughs> her vagina is like a millimeter how I know. does that oh my work God, parallel the kendall jenner vagina in the skims oh yeah the britney vagina in the in the pants like and i think also do you know what i was thinking there Lindsay, when you said that because we were talking about it last night too like their torsos as we said so long and like tubular almost never-ending torso but i wonder is that also wow i'm getting deep here guys oh my god is it because now the body type is so overtly hourglass Mm. that we're used to these cinched waists like because when i think of it like i mean I don't know anyone with waist like that. Britney didn't have this, like, she, Britney was in Whopper Nick and did not have this, like, in waist. Neither Christina, who was, like, curvier or more, you know, right. So now it's like we have this Jenner or Kardashian kind of body type, which is, like, as you said, like, it's another parallel. Yeah, all these it girls back then, you were getting eating disorders to be so skinny. But yeah. now they're all just getting, like, they're just taking out their body dysmorphia in different ways by yeah. getting, like, insane surgeries, you know? Even, totally. like, the Hadids, like, they're the natural ones when it's like, what the fuck? Or do you ever see those Simi Hayes girls? What they look like before? Who? You know, Simi Hayes. They're like, I think they're, a, they're, as far as I know, Gigi and Bella's dads or their daughters. Okay. And they're like, if you see their before and after, it's insane. Weird. Like, absolutely batshit crazy insane. It's actually like the power of surgery insane. And they're just bopping around looking like two Bella Hadids, like, so freaky I know so crazy so but like you know because it's not as almost like overtly like 
and I don't mean the word like in an aesthetic way, but like repulsive is in like when you see someone obviously struggling with like an eating disorder, mm. it, it give it's a very real yeah, when reaction. Someone is quite skeletal. It's like you can't it's help a, look. It's, it's just, a human it's, reaction in you to be like, oh, they're very sick. You and know to that way. Care for for and sure. Be worried. Yeah, because like, it's like they look like they're fragile and they're going to break. Yeah. You know, and it's, it can be very very shocking. So even because like now the react the reality of how they actually express like body dysmorphia from the stuff is like aesthetically pleasing we just ignore it we're like mm. oh she looks brilliant sign me up give me her surgeon's name it's like yeah oh, that's so crazy it is it is crazy and i remember like when you're looking back at those tubular bodies like my sister sarah had that <laughs> new body type tubular, tubular body and now sarah has the fucking hourglass oh no fucking bitch Cunt. but um she she when she was like you know 14 or 15 when the OC first came out and oh. kind of like put Misha Barton on the forefront and like Misha Barton had those like t- that little body and like I think one person said you kind of look like your own from the, the OC she <laughs> ran with that Every, there was always one bitch who was told they looked like Misha yeah. Barton from the OC <laughs> and, and she ran, ran with it. it and she again mental health props Misha yeah. yes she really she, struggled to kind of find herself I think post the OC and stuff mm. And she, her body obviously changed as she grew up and like she was ridiculed in the media. It's very sad. Very sad. But yeah, totally hair. what you said. I t- Summer. Summer. Hair. The OC. Good God, what a show. Oh. All of it's on the RT player. Really, it's so good. I only rewatched it a couple of years ago and dear God, I enjoyed every minute. Um, But it is so true mm-hmm. to leave in a wholesome note. Mm-hmm. What you said about like there is a, a clear price to pay with these things. Yeah. You know? And... We will probably be seeing it in the future with the influencer. You. <laughs> yeah. No, but with the influencer, 100%. Because yeah. realistically, that is where the new it girl is, right? The new mm-hmm. it girl is, even if you want to disregard the like famous like Jenners and all, now it's even closer. You know, if we had the Jenners who were like the Parises and Nicoles, we have the influencers who are the Alexis Nyers and yeah. the, you know, the... And they're all striving for something. Like, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter the wealth or your body type. You're all, it, it comes from somewhere. Like we looked... At like I think the likes of it gals and you know child stars with ease like oh they just have this easy life they're so, like you know we all what we saw was like Paris Hilton bopping around mm-hmm. like you know her tiny body her clothes and her little dog and what we saw with two of the co- two of a kind was like their cute show but the reality was that like they had to maintain a standard that was like put on them by the press and by their own kind of to maintain this notoriety or whatever mm. so faux shizzle. <laughs> to end it off very. on a very 2000 <laughs> saying faux shizzle um, well, uh, so go to our Instagram because we'll probably put up like a little um, I think maybe we could do some like fun little polls this or that it goes yes I love life. doing those me too I was like this bad I can't believe no one else said my I, I can't believe everyone liked that other outfit <laughs> so we'll do some fun bowls which might bring you down memory lane and give you some like if you don't know any of the it girls we're talking about here it might give you a bit of a visual stimulation yeah. and I think in the future we will also let you know if we're going to do a deep dive in any of the shows that we mentioned like Pretty Wild or the Ashley Simpson mm. show and if we can find where the, where you can look at them we will let you know so we can like it's like book club but yeah. for reality shows I think we should do maybe on our first live stream a little a little clip review we can find some famous clips and look at them and introduce them to the world of these crazy niche shows but uh girls until next time sign up to x girls and we'll see you next week bye when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.